This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Here an intro. Homestale Radio is proudly sponsored by CompleteSigns.co.uk. Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction. With clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials including brass aluminium stainless steel wood and a number of plastics covering most of south england with virtual offices in croydon epsom hawley worcester park in surrey crowthorne in berkshire regent street west london docklands east london and crawley in brighton in sussex so if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs then look no further than complete signs head to their website complete signs.co.uk for further information including contact details and full office addresses live commentary an easy finish really for Sergio Torres heading past him into an empty net it's very disappointing for Crystal Palace and it's 2-0 Crawley it's horrific but it's it's much much worse as being in the press area in the Crawley main stand (laughs) happy to hear them Sean who are you at the Palace Benz live interviews the deal that's done are you, uh, that you've got the message about, is it, is it definitely done? Or? Hopefully, yeah. I need to get off the phone, really, and, and find out. But, uh, <laughs> All right, no, we'll let you I go think, then. I think, it, I think it was the midfielder or the striker. I'm not sure what one of the two. Expert analysis. Peter Ramage has gone on a season-long loan to Barnsley. Uh, Dog time. <laughs> 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 that was utterly ridiculous. Way. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right, don't milk it. You get rot on my teats. Move along. <laughs> yeah, keep churning them out. Well, most of the time, anyway. Homestale Radio. Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Homestale Radio. As the race to appoint a new palace manager really... Uh, got it wrong already. 
reaches an unbearably tense level during this international break. We're taking a moment to speak with the most capped international player whilst at the club and a genuine Palace legend, the one and only Aki Riolati. Of course, Aki isn't quite here yet, is he, Ben? No, no, he's not. No, we've been waiting a while, but... Mm, mm, mm. So, what we thought we'd do is, um, since we've got Ben Nagel on, and, um, you know, Ben is... um, I don't know. Do you know? I can hear like a really loud sort of yeah, whistle. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. It's sort of. I think it's coming from somehow coming from Mikey. There, they're stopped yeah, now, isn't it? Gone, yeah, gone. great, brilliant. Oh, I wonder if anyone could hear that listening because then it would sound weird, wouldn't it? It sound like we've got some sort of mental problem. Let's um, let's get let's get ourselves back on uh, back on track now. We can hear each other. Um, we thought we'd actually have a little chat about the managerial situation. Obviously, I mentioned in my introduction there that it's reached sort of some fairly intense levels um, as we're recording this, which is which is Friday night about just after half past five. Um, earlier on today, there was um, I got caught up in it to a little to, to a degree. There was a lot of uh, fretting about Ian Dowie being appointed, um, and then only for um, Petrescu's club were saying that uh, no approach had been made and so on and so forth. Only for Sky to then say that uh, Petrescu was in advanced talks with Palace. So, I mean, it, it's still one of those where people don't really seem to know what's going on, but it looks very much like a two-horse race between Dowie and Petrescu, with Petrescu emerging very much as the bookmaker's favourite now. Um, ben, what have you made of it all this, this last 24 hours? Well, yeah, us talking now, there's a very real kind of possibility that by the time this is aired, we, we've got a manager, so this could all be not void, really. But, uh, yes, looking very much like Petrescu, if you look at the odds, every bookmaker that's offering odds on the next Palace manager has got him odds on favourite. Um, mm. You know, some of them are four to nine on, so, you know, pretty pretty yeah. nailed on. But then you look back at the, the previous odds, and Karenka was odds on for a little bit, Moulinstein was odds on with a few bookies for a little bit, so you really don't know until there's an official announcement, but... It is at the moment looking like Petrescu could be the man, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of things have happened today. Some people are now saying that a hell of a lot of money is going on Petrescu, so it looks yeah. like that's that's the way we've gone. And although um, Alex White was with us, just he had to he had to go off to go and watch the England game, and he was saying that a contact of his at, at Talksport, the ever reliable Talksport, um, was telling him that Dowie is a done deal. Um, so I mean, and Dowie's still out there at second favourite, but he's drifted to five to one on Skybet. Uh, I had a bet on Carl Robinson. I've got some information earlier in the week, and he's now drifted to forty to one on Skybet. So that's a, a load of money down the flipping drain, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of all of all the candidates, though, Ben, who, who would you be going for right now? Well, good question. It's it's I mean, it's been like that, hasn't it? Yeah, Petrescu's not a bad option, I don't think. Um, FYP, I was looking on, on their Twitter a while ago, and they posted a video of him going mental on the touchline. So. You know, he's, he's a passionate manager, and he mm. he could do a good job. But it's it's kind of going into the unknown, really. He he hasn't got too much experience, really. So it's 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 a new challenge for him. It's a it's a fresh challenge. But yeah, we'll see. I, I know for sure that, and I know you're the same. I don't want Dowie at all, really. Mm. So, uh, but but we'll see. Paul Clement's another option. I don't know if you know much about him, but yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's technically third favourite at the moment. And obviously, yeah. he's a uh, a coach at Real Madrid took over when Karenka left, I think. So yeah, been an interesting rise for him. He was a, a teacher in well in, in the, the Croydon area, I believe, um, right, yeah. up until about three years ago, and had a, a meteoric rise. I might be wrong on that, but I'm sure it's really not meant not a long not a long since he was a was a teacher. But again, someone with no managerial experience at all. So yeah, um, there's, yeah. there's been some various different things to really to, to talk about on the subject. Um, I mean, personally, I'm I've been struggling with with who I'd actually want. Um, it, it, 
but there's been a lot of criticism levelled at the board for how long it's taken. Yeah. Um, what's your view on that? Well, I thought the Arsenal game, Keith Miller did a brilliant job. It was the first game in a while that we've looked kind of really up for it, and I don't think Keith Miller's done a bad job at all. And if it if it takes a couple of weeks to get the right man in, then it takes a couple of weeks. I mean, going into an international break as well. I mean, really, admittedly, it's longer than the managerial kind of positions that are normally taken up. But to be honest, I haven't got a problem with, with the length of time that it's taken. Mm. For sure, we'll have a manager in before the next game, and that's all mm. that, that really matters. But um, it, it'd be good if we could get someone in the next couple of days just so they've got kind of that week settling in period before they get thrown into a game. Because obviously, it's a massive run of games coming up with a with Hull and Norwich away, you know, we can definitely get points from those games. So it'd be nice if, if they had a week or so before they, they had to go into that run to, to get used to the surroundings. Oh, I just got a message from someone telling me that the Daily Mail are reporting that Dowie is, is going to be the man. So, oh, get, really? Yeah, so I mean, I don't, changing as we're talking it, now. It, it, it really is, yeah. So this show could actually turn into, especially if Becky doesn't turn up, <laughs> this show could very much turn into our reaction to, um, to a managerial appointment. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But once again, you, you can't really... You can't really believe anything. You think about how many people have been favourites throughout the course of this, and the fact it changes on, on an hourly basis now. It's, it's absolutely crazy. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I've, I've been reading people whose opinions and attitudes towards Palace I, I respect and, and you know enjoy reading, and I don't always agree with all of these people. But a couple of them saying today that uh, you know this this validates their criticism of of the board in, in the past. Right. And I think, and I'm trying to think to myself, well. What kind of a mentality do you have to to think that? I mean, because it's not like the board have made any secret of their reasoning for taking the time that they have. I mean, first of all, it puts to bed any kind of idea that there was any preparation for Ian Holloway leaving, that that was in anyone's minds. It shows you that it came as a as a big shock, a big surprise. Um, yeah. Keith Millen, I think most people are happy with the job he's been doing in, yeah. in Holloway's place and feel that he's turned it around. So I'd imagine people can't be angry about that. So I'm trying to figure out what it is that people are actually angry about. I mean... The, the club have said, Steve Parrish particularly, has, has been quite vocal on it on various different medias and saying, you know, we've got the international break, let's use it, let's take this opportunity. Let You know, we're not going to, no one, not even Millen, uh, even Millen was saying that they wouldn't start looking at the whole game until next week. So why not take all of that time that's necessary and um, and, and get the right man? And you say, the, the kind of anger at the board, I don't really understand myself. Um, I think finding I think as well, the people that, that are giving that criticism, why is it taking so long? If we'd rushed into a decision and, and three days after Holloway had left, we got a new man in, and then in two months' time we've lost every game, then they're the ones going to be criticising that as well. I think it's just in some people's nature to be critical of everything that, that he said, whereas I, I think personally, obviously, I'm, I'm entitled to an opinion as is other, other people, but uh, I think leaving it, leaving it the length of time we've done is the right decision. It does seem. Together, it does seem. Yeah, it does seem that they're, they're damned whatever they do, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose you can argue three weeks is too long to appoint a manager. But I don't. I don't think if it wasn't for the international break, I don't think it would have taken that long for for a no, start. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, it's just, it's this perception from a lot of fans, and you see it particularly on the message boards, and the hysteria kind of grows that the perception that what you read in the media is it, reflective of reality, as in apparently. Well, Chris Coleman's come out and said that he was never interested in the Palace job, um, and blah 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 blah. But apparently, we, you know, he was our he was our choice at one point, and we'd offered offered him a deal and all this sort of crap. Yeah. And you, all of these things can't all be true, can they? Yeah, no, you've got people reacting to it. People like definitely don't want Coleman. And then today, you've got people going, oh, "I'd rather have Coleman and Doughty." And then, 
you know, it, people, uh, it just seems to be this level of panic. Um, okay, I mean, forgetting, forgetting names for a second, um, let, let's, let's talk hypothetical. Um, right. you, were, you were asking me these sort of questions before we uh, started recording anything, and so my responses will be a bit more considered this time. Right. But um, say, say we do go down the Ian Dowie route. Okay. Um, what would be, pers- what, what, what's your opinion of that for a start? Well, I don't think people would take to it well. Uh, obviously, the very unceremonious exit from Celeste Park last time around, uh, you know, everybody knows about it. He said he was going to be with his family up north, and then he's he's gone, you know, five, ten miles down the road to Charlton. It, it, it was ridiculous at the time, and if you've read Simon Jordan's book, which I'm, I'm sure you haven't, a lot of people have, um, mm. he talks about Dowie a lot in that and, and what happened, and it's, it's whether you believe Simon Jordan's point of view, but, uh, you know, on the face of it, it... I don't understand why we'd want to go back to that route when, when that's happened before. But then, you know, it's, it's a long, you know, t- well, how long has it been? About kind of t- uh, nearly kind of ten years probably since since he he kind of left. So you think that's a long, long time in football and, and things change. So you know, if we, if he comes in and starts winning games, then, then people will will turn. So would you would you personally find it hard to to, to support him in any way? Yeah, hello, Akiri Lappi. Oh, hang on, it's Aki Riolati, hello. <laughs> yeah, oh, hello. We, we got all distracted talking about the managerial situation at Palace, and you're right there, sorry mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, am, am, I, <laughs> am I on the line now already? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you are, yeah, we, we're, we're only recording, so we can edit out that awkward bit where <laughs> we didn't realise you were there. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> um, so, so well, I stopped swearing now then. No, to be honest with you, we, we're, we're going to swear anyway, so it's fine. Well, it's been one of those seasons that you know swear words are, are quite often, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, just yeah. to introduce myself, I'm Chris, and uh, with me is Ben. Evening, you're right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, basically, okay. mate, we're going to take you through um, a uh, sort of... Just to, just to sort of look, look back at your career in general, really. Then, obviously, a bit of a focus on Palace. Okay, that, 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 that's a quick one, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, too long. Yeah. What career? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's what we're going to ask you, really. <laughs> what career? I mean, it was a yeah, really yeah. fantastic What career. was really about that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, thank you for, for joining us today, first of all. Really do appreciate it. And, no um, problem. Any time for a Palace, Palace people, it's, it's yeah. always a pleasure. That's, that's great to hear as well. Um I mean, let, let's take it right back to the very start. When did you first start sort of playing football, and, and when was it? What, what got you interested in the game? Um, I was actually six years old, and um, I was eight, eighty-two uh, World Cup, and um, I got I got furious because um, um, uh, Italy won over Brazil in the in the World Cup. I was six years old, and uh, you know I thought, oh my god, you know because uh, Brazil had these uh, they had these artist names and. Uh, and then they were had bright shirts and playing samba football, and I didn't understand anything from the game. But I, I felt it was so wrong that uh, Italy could win over my favorite team, Brazil. So mm. I started, you know, okay, I have to start playing myself to make justice to the game. So um, yeah, <laughs> not really happened. But uh, when I was six, I thought, you know, just playing myself, I could do the yeah. justice for them, and oh, that nice. Brazil will never lose again. Yeah, <laughs> good, isn't it? Aquinas. <laughs> and you, uh, you you started at, at Helsinki. And what, at what point did you kind of realize yeah, that yeah. you could make a living as a player? Yeah, no, no, no. My 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 dad took uh, me and my older brother. We went to the uh, local local club there, and uh, and 
it's, it's quite good because I still work for the club. So uh, I was six years I started in HAK um, in, in a local 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 team of them, and uh, and uh, and now um, I'm, I'm managing the club when um, it's well, it's thirty years later. So uh, it's sort of a sort of um, you know how how it should go that you know you you do the best you can with your career, and then you have an opportunity to play for the colors that you know, uh, and 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 then and manage the colors that you really really come from. So it's quite nice. I enjoy it. And um, yeah, when had when you, when did you notice that you had actually had the ability to to be a professional? Um, what was that? Hey, it's funny happened? when you said, uh, "Well, I I probably didn't because since I was a kid, I was always told that you know, oh, you're not good enough." And and um, and um, it was I, I never got to the school team. I never got to the uh, youth youth like area teams. I never got to the uh, youth national teams. I, I, and 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 I, I always you know liked the game, so I trained a little bit harder than 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 you know. Other people and and, and 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 for me it was just just a hobby. I, I, I love doing it, and and I think when you you have been passionate about something and you 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 work your heart out. So uh, I never thought it could come as a to me as a profession uh, until I was I was actually actually uh, 16. So uh, before that I was always the you know the little fat guy who never got into a team. So. <laughs> and uh, and then I then I you know with all all the, all the training that you know I did. I, I did train around what one thousand hours a year, uh, but I never, never really, honestly thought, you know, this this will come from Finland, you know, with the land of Santa Claus, that this comes to a profession. So <laughs> I did it because I loved it. Uh, we went to, after the school, we went to the local park and played against, you know, uh, whoever wanted to come there, and uh, and uh, then I trained hard, and, and and then suddenly I, you know, my physique came came better, and uh, I realized that you know all, all the training hours I, I could actually do something with the game, and and, and I think it's it's it's, it's eventually the, the big big breakthrough for me was that. Uh, I realized that if I play like everybody else does, uh, I don't have a chance. Uh, I have to, you know, make a strength, even a small part of the game. So um, I start to look for little things uh, that had a uh, impact to end product, like a, like a transition game and a set pieces, and, uh, and made myself, um, you know, know, that this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. I believe you have to play to your strengths, otherwise you don't have a chance. Yeah, I think that that attitude really, honestly, came across in, in the way that you you played at Palace. It was, I have to say, it was. I mean, everyone. We've had a few questions in, and we'll come to those a bit later from uh, from from our listeners. And a lot of them talked about, you know, the fact that you were a player who just gave everything that you possibly could. And and those are all, yeah. we, you know, you know Palace. You know what we're like. Our heroes are always the guys who are out there giving absolutely everything. Yeah. But talking of, talking about heroes, who was your hero as a player growing up? Uh, well, it all started, you know, for the local heroes. First, it was my brother. Then it was uh, somebody from the, from the next team, and 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 then obviously when I was uh, growing up, it was Yari Lipman, and and uh, I ended up playing ten years in the national team with him, and and um, uh, I had like uh, odd players there. Like uh, I always always liked uh, uh, Marco Van Basten, Lothar Mateus. And, um, and 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 to be honest, I did like Roy Keane when I was a kid. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, and um, uh, I look for the. It's probably it's probably something that you think it's a playing wise you like some people, but then in the end, I ended up liking the players that made most out of their career, gave their everything, and 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 understood that in football 
you have to have that own strength that you do, but you have to also understand that you have to combine it other, with other people's strengths. And, and it's, it's a team game where you have different roles and you need different roles. And, 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 and I, I ended up liking, you know, you know, players that um, um, I thought, you know, understood this, this that it's a, it's a, you do good one thing, but it's a team game. I, I think for my hero through my football career is, is Sami Hoopi. I think he's the fantastic captain for our national team. He's a fantastic professional, fantastic person. So, so, um, so uh, for me, he's, he's he's one of those those, those guys that I yeah. really stand out. Okay. That is sensational player. Oh, go on, Ben. And you you mentioned that you started your career at HJK and, and you're kind of back there now. And how big? Can you tell us a little bit yeah. about how big the club is? You know, in, in terms of you know in in the Finnish leagues, how big is, is the club in Finland? And the no, um, um, we are the best by far. Uh, I'm 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 a uh, you know humble guy, but I I don't hesitate to say that that our aim is is is, is to do a club that is best it can be from uh, from 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 the neighbourhood we are. Um, we have um, we won now five times in a row, Finnish champion, um, and um, altogether we won twenty twenty six times and um, and. Um, we aim to do better next season yeah. and to to also also compete a little bit better in the Euro Cups. Last year we didn't do that well, but um, I, I I played my career before I left to to uh, foreign countries. '98 uh, we played Champions League and and then uh, with with HAK and we did okay. And now my aim is obviously to build a team there that uh, we can compete in Europe in the future as well. And, and it, it, it requires a lot, but uh, we have, same time, we have a great youth system. We have 2,500 kids in our youth system, and uh, we we aim to, you know, uh, grow players that we can, when they are good enough, they do a good job for the first team, and we can, you know, put further in 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 in, in bigger things, and, and and we sold now 14 players over the past five years, and and our player production is is great, and that's what we aim to do in the future too. But but um, as I said, uh, we compete well, uh, we do really well in Finland, but we we aim to compete well also in Europe in the future. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. It's, yeah, I mean, we, um, we would have we would have a good game with Palace. I tell you that. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, I think that, that's probably true considering how we're um, how we've been doing as well. It's uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we're quite uh, struggling quite a bit at the moment, but we'll, we'll come to your views on that. Um, you left when you left Helsinki as a player that first time. You went to uh, Valerenga. I suppose that's your was that your first yeah. time outside of um, outside of your comfort zone, if you like. Exactly, uh, I and it's funny because. <laughs> Uh, last year I was in Finland. Um, I played full national team games, every 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 senior national team game, and um, I we went to play Champions League, and um, every it's it was like a dream come true for me. I was I was young kid, and but last year I played in Finland with all those national team games, and I earned together in the whole year I earned twenty thousand, like which is like one thousand a month. So, yeah. so I never realized because I was working and I was doing studying and everything. So, uh, first time I went to Volerang, I realized, oh, I could, I could actually, you know, I don't need to work to actually fund my football, <laughs> <laughs> football hobby. <laughs> so, because I worked worked as a teacher while I was in Finland while oh, playing okay. in Champions League. <laughs> so, so, um, so it was a big difference for me, and and I learned a great deal about um, about football there. But um, I played there two years, which it's, it's, it's a nice club, and uh, and I think one of the 
one of the good things about my career that I, I managed, well, I happened to play in the clubs that uh, were fantastic, where the supporters were great, and, and, and it's just a friendly atmosphere around the club, and Wolleranga is very much a, a club like that. And uh, I, I would imagine that Wolleranga and, and Crystal Palace would have a lot in common uh, what is good about in football still uh, it's about you know the people around it and they stick in a thick and thin so so um, it was a good ex- good time but um, obviously for me it was the, the six plus years I was in, in London in, 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 yeah. in, in South East 25 that I consider you know the best time of my life so yeah we, we're going to come on to that next I think obviously after you left Valeranga you, you did come to Palace so how did that move kind of come about moving over to England uh, it was. Um, I, I had quite a few offers from 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 all over, and um, it's it's funny. Funny. I wanted to come to see what what, what England is like, and uh, I went to uh, Crew Alexander, which was quite okay in the in the um, championship at the time. Mm. And um, and and Dario Gradi first first wanted to, they gave me a contract. I was there for three days, and just when I was about to sign uh, there, um, my my friend who is actually. He's still a very good friend of mine and plays for my club now, uh, Mikhail Forsell, who yeah. had a long career also in, in the UK and played for Palace. And he was playing at the Palace at the time uh, on loan from Chelsea. And um, he said, listen, we are really interested about you here. Uh, why don't you come to see here also? And, and uh, because, you know, the manager, Alan Smith, had said, like, listen, is he, is he actually available at the moment? And uh, so I came there and uh, <laughs> I said, like, Crew Alexander, listen, I need a few more days. Uh, I want to see this other place too, and uh, I came and I probably signed immediately because I I I, I felt that you know uh, even though the club was struggling at the time, I mm. felt that there was a lot of potential in it. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Obviously, the difference between Crew. I mean, no disrespect to Crew, but they are a smaller club. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, I mean, they do great great work with the youth development, but at the time, you have to remember that Palace was uh, in a relegation zone. To go, you know, go down from a, in a championship. So, mm. so uh, it's it was it was uh, not easy to see uh, after two days of visiting something what would be, uh, you know, the level of them. But I felt that you know there was something something in the club that I, it was good. So, well, well, I'm very glad you did. But um, before you did play, uh, yeah, before you, before you actually played for um, for Palace, you scored for uh, England. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was funny because I signed for the club and, and I, I I didn't train once with the two. I trained once with the team and I said, listen, I'm going for the national team duty then. And <laughs> and um, and I knew I, I, I was I was I was uh, very good form and and I I had a, a decent game and uh, I happened to score in Anfield and you know it went well. So I had a sort of like a good start to my my time in England and and, and and it was it was much easier to come to the you know Crystal Palace uh, locker room after that you know yeah <laughs> so, yeah so was, a, a guy and, and also like the, it, it was good because we started quite quite a, we had a, you know two games and we did well and mm. and um, uh, I, I felt comfortable there so so it was, it was a good start for me and I think in England uh, the players don't understand that it's it, it's a place that you you have to show yourself. You have to make the statement on the pitch before you know you get accepted. It's not a. I don't think I always tell the players when they go to you. Yeah, listen, make make the statement on the pitch first, and don't wait when it's your turn because it 
probably won't come. You have to compete to come to UK. I mean, people don't understand that. It's, it's the place where you compete on the pitch, on a training pitch every day. And if, you, if you're not able to do that, the English people won't probably, you know, have, don't give you the time. So, which is right, because you have to run your place. Indeed. Um, uh, one of our listeners uh, called Jay Fahey wrote in about that. He was actually at that, um, that England game, and he said he'd just heard, obviously, that we'd signed you. And he just described it like this. He said, um, he said uh, he, he was just trying to focus on which blonde head player in white was Palace's new signing. <laughs> when, when we bang, had quite a few. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So he goes, Finland go one nil up. He instantly knew it'd be Aki who nodded in the corner corner kick, and he said you celebrated right in front of him, going completely mental and being mobbed <laughs> by, by your teammates. Uh, what was that moment like when you when you scored against England? I mean, obviously you got a few goals in your career. I was, loads, but. Yeah, um, um, obviously it was it was uh, it was it was a good moment. Um, obviously, you know, um, at the time, I'm, I'm very proud to play for my country 69 times, and 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 and, um, and 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 we were still in the World Cup qualification in a way that you know we were upsetting at that moment. Also, you England, England at 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 Anfield. So it's obviously it's a great 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 feeling, and knowing that that I'm gonna play in that country for the next coming years so it was uh, it was a fantastic moment but we ended up losing which was a it was a big disappointment because I think we did really well in the game and, and and should have should have should have done better and 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 made made ourselves to a better result but we didn't so um so it was it was good it was it was really good good and you mentioned but I, I don't I mean I mean for me if I could still choose you know it, I mean scoring there yeah but but uh, we lost the game. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not happy with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You mentioned that when you came to Palace, you were only training for a couple of days. Then you went away on international duty, and that the club were were in a bit of yeah. trouble at the time that you got there. How quickly did it? Did you kind of settle in at Palace? Was it quick or? It was quick. It was quick. I mean, football is football. You, if if you can compete, and you know, you know, you adapt to a different place, and you have to adapt, and and that's what I'm. You know, I feel I feel comfortable going to places and and do my job because I know what I can and and I give my everything there and 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 normally people react to that that you know and 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 you have to adapt your game quickly. So so I feel very good that that it started in a competitive way, not just like a long preseason training and you know uh, and planning and all that. I I I I'm, I feel the most comfortable at and best. When I'm there uh, at games, that's that's where I, I feel home. <laughs> so it was good, and and also getting the reaction from the from the supporters from from the beginning that you know that that you know the work was appreciated, and even though we had tough times that that that, that moment. So, so you played for a number of managers, likes of Francis, Bruce, Kemba, Dowie. Did you have a favourite of all the managers that you played under? Um, I mean, obviously, all are different, and they 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 did the best. They they had had and uh, but I I would say that um I I think um at my time the best probably for that situation was Ian Dawood. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com because um, I, I, I like managers who try to build a club, not just a team. And uh, that's what he was like. And, 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 and that he did a lot of, lot, of, lot of work that there was, I think, the infrastructure became better. Uh, there was a lot of things that were a little bit gray areas before. And I think they, they came better. So I, th- I think it was, the club was much more structured under him. And um, obviously, you know, all managers have their strengths and downfalls. But um, I, think, I think he did... Um, very good job for Palace. Okay, and um, obviously a lot of people talk about Simon Jordan. He's a, he's a big character. What was he kind of like as a, <laughs> yeah. as a chairman? What was he? Like uh, I, I always kind of. I mean, um, he's passionate. Um, he's obviously he's a bit bonkers like I am. So, uh, <laughs> so we get along really well. So uh, we. Yeah. Did, I mean, I'm, I'm still contacted with him, and it's, it's, I think he's um, he's a he's. Um, I mean, he really wanted to bid for Palace, and um, he's he's. he's He's very, very um, out there, and and, and and I wanted to wanted to say his his say, and and, and I, I respect that. We always had a good re- relation with him, and he said what he had something in his mind, and, and I said when well, I had something in mind, and, and um, um, I, I I had a very good relation with him, so I, right. I, I, I thought you know he did, and and and, and I, I I have um, had few conversations with Steve Parrish, and I think he's a he's a he's a, he's a good man too. So I I, I haven't I've never felt that you know Palace had. Um, had 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 people around. I thought there was always good people around. It was it was just you know getting the right things done. It, it's it's not always easy with a traditional club like Palace, where there's a lot of emotions, a lot of opinions, and then a lot of things that um, you know needs to be sorted. So, um, sorry, uh, right? Just I am back. <laughs> um, very very good. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's a bit embarrassing. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Um, one of the sort of most memorable moments, I'd say, from your your time at Palace, it was that that Premier League season after we'd gone up was the game against Arsenal. Um, yeah. For me, I mean, that was the first time I can really remember seeing the crowd just respond directly after going a goal down and having the team just immediately turn you know turn it around and, and that was culminated in your in your your fantastic strike. Um, I mean, yeah. uh, there's got a question from uh, from Jordan Roberts that sort of relates to that, and, um, and he said, "What basically? What was? What were your feelings? What was it like scoring that goal against Arsenal that, in that moment?" <laughs> uh, I, I would have to put a little bit stronger perspective to that. I don't think it's 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 not really about one goal or one game, but I think it sort of highlighted what we were about that time. I mean, if you look at the time that uh, the season before that uh, that we were. You're struggling in a championship, and then, then that there was 
this big turnaround and and we started to believe that this is a good club we are good players and this is a good good team and um, and as, as long as we work hard and, and work as a unit you know we can we can make some some results and what we did before and we had come so many times uh, from behind and and um, and get the results that was needed and um, and uh, so, so even against the team that at the time was probably one of the one of the best that uh, English football had had with, with mm. that that uh, perfect season before, we still had that belief and and and, and obviously you know um, every time we went 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 down down on goals we 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 did we did really wanted to. Wanted to uh, wanted to you know as quickly as possible to get it even and and, and have that belief that it, it is possible. So um, I, I remember the goal well and obviously I've I've, I've seen it before and uh, I've seen it after after many times. But but uh, <laughs> uh, having first like, I remember having those two two duels against Patrick Pierre and Misfield and, and and playing it out wide and. And uh, Lucky's making that great cross. So um, uh, it's one of those things that you see that you, you've done this, done this training with so many times, but you never really done it against the best team at the time in the world. So it yeah. <laughs> sort of sort of has a crowd reaction and everything around it. And and um, and also we have we have just just had a few other results uh, against Fulham, against Aston Villa, and, and we started to believe that like we belong into this level. And I think we had that belief in the end of the season, but um, we were just a little bit, few things short um, yeah. that didn't stay up that season. I thought we should have stayed up, and I thought we were a little bit naive in few things that we didn't stay up in the end. And I think we were yeah. well capable of doing it. So. Yeah, it was. It's probably the closest we've. Well, it was the closest we've we've been. You know, since we, any time we've been a Premier League club, it was, it was four minutes away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The emotions on that last day of the season, trying to follow it and trying to follow all the results, were just yeah, it was so many highs and lows. It was it's, it's typical. It was like an entire Palace season in in ninety minutes. It was yeah, it was intense. Um, one thing I didn't I didn't actually notice down as a question to ask you, but it's just occurred to me that that partnership you had uh, with Michael Hughes um, was probably one of my I'd say my favourite midfield partnership. You just complemented okay, each other thanks. so well. Did did I mean yeah? What was he like to play alongside? Oh, he's great. I, I, I always like Yusi. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that, um, uh, because he's very competitive, he's fierce in his, his approach and, and, um, and, and, and I think our strengths combined and, and we understood each other. And, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, when we played, um, against each other in the training pitch, oh my God, we always ended up in a fierce fight, uh, in a, in a good way. But every time after the yeah. training, you know, we were, oh, the next game, we're going to do this again. And, 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 and it was great. I mean, he's good with other things that I'm not good at and I'm good things that he's not good at. So I, I love, I love those kind of partnerships. So, so, uh, when we were defending, I said, listen, hold on, let me do this. And when we were attacking, I gave him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so you usually do your magic, like, I'll, 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 I'll cover you and, uh, and you do the, you do the business now. <laughs> It was, it was, it was great. You know, it was great. He's, he's a good character as well. So, yeah. so. Um, we spoke a minute ago about obviously that Arsenal game. Do you have a, a favourite Palace moment? You know, as a player. Sorry, much more. Do you have a, a favourite moment as a Palace player from from your time in in South London? Um, I'm I'm going to be a little cheeky with answering this question. I think that my favourite Palace moment is, uh, um, you know, 
I remember. I think this is this is one of the things I think. Okay, this is football. It's, 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 every time I, I drove to the game um, to Selhurst Park, I, I um, when I was driving a car, I always saw this happening. I saw saw uh, a father, son, and grandfather going to a palace game with a palace shirt on, and I think that that's in a way is my favorite moment because I I felt that this is what football is about. These people probably I don't know what they've done. Throughout the week, they work hard to do this and that, but they go to a game together, and that's Palace all about. And 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 it's it's sort of heartwarming that you know that they do things like that, like football and Palace, that you know unites people and unites families, and and that's a good thing. Uh, if you think professionally, obviously the um, the the half a season that we we went up to the Premiership and uh, and uh, highlighting the final game against West Ham in Cardiff. Those were, those were amazing. That that sort of felt like that's all what I believe in training, building a team, and 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 and, and doing it together, and and uh, which led to a success that is beyond what you know, whatever you, whatever you dreamed of, and and uh, it all makes sense in the end <laughs> that the work we done that that it sort of the moment that you know the final whistle came in the in the in the well actually I have to say that it was. When the when we were on a bus on our way to Cardiff before the West Ham game, I, I knew that we were going to win that game because I knew that I would rather not be any other bus than this bus that I'm now. Uh, we have gone through as as a team, as a bunch of players, so many things that it didn't really matter who we we're going to play against because it just felt that uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know fight for each other and and and, and make this happen today. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um... Well, obviously, at some point, um, you had to come to a decision to, to leave Palace. Um, basically, your contract was at an end, and eventually you moved on to, to Kaiserslautern. Um, what was, I mean, was it, obviously, it was, I suppose it was probably a very difficult moment to actually leave Palace. Um, but was it, do you want to try a new experience, or was the club just going a different direction than you wanted, or what, what were your main reasons? Uh, you mean, you, uh, well, there was more, I didn't, I, I didn't get, I didn't hear you, because I, no, After great. the Charlton game, uh, no, yeah, no. I mean, no, just I just mean leaving leaving Palace at the end of your, um, yeah, 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 um, after that, yeah. No, it was it wasn't after the after the Premier League season. It was the season after that. I, yeah, I yeah. had um, uh, a lot of injuries, um, which probably rehabilitation wise didn't go as they should have, and mm. um, uh, but there was there was a lot of issues that are you know, um, you know, um, I, I I I felt that it's probably for uh, both parties it would would be uh, okay. Uh, having said that, I think in the end um, I did make a wrong decision. Um, um, I mean, I went to Germany and, and, and played there and I, <laughs> to be honest, I hated it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was it was completely something that I didn't feel well comfortable with and, and at home. It's nothing to do with Germany and stuff. I, I, I kept kept having injuries, but... but um, but uh, it didn't sell home the same way that Palace did, and, and, and I, I have to say that I, I'm, I mean both Ian Dowie and, uh, and, and and the chairman Simon Jordan offered me a, a renewal, but at, at that point there was there was there was few things that 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 that, that felt that you know it's 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 time to see uh, well probably move on, and um, and, yeah. and I think it was a wrong decision, and and, and you know at the time it felt right. It felt right that you know you you need to you need to do something else, but um, uh, you know it's 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 something that is <laughs> can't be undone, and, and uh, 
uh, I we left with Palace the different directions at that point as a very good terms both uh, appreciation there was nothing drama on it and everything and I felt that I I had a place that I can always be uh, always be feeling that you know everything has gone well here uh, yeah. we can I can always come back uh, as a supporter and um, and, um, and 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 have something in about me the rest of my life that is is about Palace. So it was it, it was it was one of those things that you felt also that you know the the things were really good. So sometimes it's that that is a good point also to see that you know yeah. no, a, it was a good time. Yeah, exactly. I, I can understand. Um, obviously, if you if you didn't didn't enjoy uh, Germany, you'd, you'd obviously have some regret. But I mean, I suppose after. After that spell in Germany, you got to go back to where it all started, uh, as, you, as you mentioned earlier. Um, no, no, I went first. I went first to Sweden, and oh, um, yeah, Jugarden, yeah. And, uh, and, and enjoyed there, uh, and and and, and I, I was very happy there. But it, 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 it really, for me, it was it was a big turning point. It was 2005, um, uh, that Premier League season. It was third of I still remember third of January. I, I started having cough problems, and um, oh. I never recovered fully from that. Uh, it was. The last uh, almost eight years, I, I was in a constant pain, and I had uh, constant problems with it. And I, I don't know, I had a rupture probably 40 times altogether. We had operations, we had different things, but it didn't help. Um, in the end, I'm quite happy about that. I, I did everything there is. I saw doctor specialists all over the world, but it, we just didn't find a cure for it. So, so um, <laughs> funnily enough, then I came back to my home club. Uh, we won three championships in a row and um, did really well in Europe for the last season so so um, I felt that I left football in my own terms fairly injury free and uh, didn't give up when there was a good chance to do that um, you know when I felt that there was probably not well people told me <laughs> the doctors told me there's not much chance for playing playing with this with this, this injury again, so so I think it was a good ending and good, good closure for the career that I, I I felt that I gave everything that there is to give about the talent I have. So okay, no, that's, that's great. Um, I mean, just 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 sort of touch on what you've done off the pitch. Um, do you mention earlier you're you're now uh, the manager, um, Helsinki? Because I know you were the stadium. I don't know. I'm 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 I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a CEO of the stadium, yes. and I do the corporate side of our club. Um, I'm, I'm not a, a manager of the club like a, like the team. So yeah. um, I do the business side of the club, and um, um, we do a healthy profit. We have a good sustainable uh, business strategy around it, uh, along with the sports strategy, which is, which is um, I'm very, very deeply involved. So I'm in the business side of the football now. I do coach uh, four times a week um, the uh, the most talented young players, but that's a hobby. Um, that's they, they have a responsible uh, managers and coaches for that. But I, I there's not there's not no better feeling than getting getting and giving something for the young kids. So so um, I, I did use a lot of time that I should probably be at home with the family to <laughs> actually mm-hmm. coach those kids. So <laughs> but, but it's a great feeling. Two of them, um, you know, make their debuts this year. In, a, in our first team, and uh, it's heartwarming, <laughs> to be honest. At awesome. some point in life, it comes that, you know, your own goals as a player, it, they are not as big, it sort of becomes that helping other people. 
players, young players, is 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 comes more important. And, and um, uh, yeah, I've seen uh, a lot of young teams now going to uh, uh, bigger bigger directions, and uh, and then most of them still still give me a call more after their game. So it's it's still mm. quite good. That's great. Um, I know. Obviously, you're, I think you're qualified as a coach, though, aren't you? Um, yeah. Have you ever been? I mean, there's a lot of people who are asking if you fancy the Palace manager's job now. I've got questions from <laughs> Jay Ramsey and, and someone called Kramer15, who said they all said that same thing. Tell to, to Lackey to put an application in. Um, is it something you want to get involved in managing? Um, uh, potentially, but not now. I think it's uh, becoming a, a good manager or a manager I want to be. At. It, it would require 10 to 15 years of hard work and, and, and dedication to it. I don't think you can just become a manager. I think it's something that you you have to really give you everything for a longer period of time. And uh, and uh, I could imagine that, but I think what my, my strength and talent now is is, 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 uh, is directing a club. I'm, uh, I mean, the results for the last five years is 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 great for for for, for my club and, and and I don't hesitate to say that I think that 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 leading a club and directing it is is, is something that I'm, I'm I'm best at at the moment. I think that I'm more useful in that that area at the moment than I probably would be as a coach. Uh, I, I I don't mind helping young kids and like that. Uh, um, I I've been asked quite a few positions um, in a, also in the management and coaching, but so mm. far I. I feel I have a lot to learn in that that area. Okay, what do you make of the uh, current situation of Palace? I don't know how close you've been follow, following it. Um, we I, I follow every game. Um, so, um, um, I, I follow most of the games. They show, show it in the Finnish TV, so um, and always I, I read what is said and everything. Um, um, I I don't think the team looks exactly right at the moment. I think they look a little bit undisciplined. Um, uh, the balance is. Is, is not great, uh, so um, so um, there's a lot to do, and, and obviously going up to a different level, it, it, it requires time. But um, I think that those turnaround moments uh, um, this season, like the Fulham game, or uh, or a few situations in the earlier, like uh, you know the Spurs goal or whatever, you need, like I, I don't think Palace has done well in those crucial moments. I think they've sort of they're not not gone in Palace's way, so which has yeah. made it a tall order for this season. Um, I would have liked to see, you know, uh, uh, you know, more that direction that, you know, you do um, you do for the infrastructure, the youth system, uh, training ground, uh, and the actual stadium. Uh, you, you invest in them instead mm-hmm. of paying, you know, buying so many players just before the yeah. season. I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right strategic uh, way to do it, but, but that's just me. I mean, people who are more involved, they probably know better. But um, yeah. I think I, mean, I think the future of Palace should be should be that um, um, that you know um, it would be the best youth development in uh, in London. That's so all the people want to come there. I mean, we have great examples. We have Ben Watson. We have uh, Victor Moses. We have. Uh, um, Tom Soros, we have so many kids, Clinton Morrison's, who come through the youth system. So I think that's something that you know we can be proud of. Uh, yeah, on a playing wise, I think the balance in 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 um, defense midfield is is so and so. Could be better. Yeah, I think. I think when the, when McCarthy comes back, uh, well, I think McCarthy is, is is highly needed in the earlier part of the season, and uh, and um, and I think uh, from JD you, you you did a bit more. 
balance works. I like that O'Keefe. I think he, he has something in him. And, um, yeah. Um, just the initial thoughts. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, on that, I mean, yeah, it, it, the, obviously the major thing that's happened as a result of, of what you mentioned about bringing all those players in and, you know, effectively not concentrating on the youth and all that. What actually happened is it ended up with Ian Holloway leaving. I mean, that was a pretty, pretty big shock to all of us. But, I mean, today we're looking at uh, Dan Petrescu, who's the favourite to take over. And, obviously, your old boss, Ian Dowie, um, is, is very much yeah. up there. So, I mean, have you got any thoughts oh. on that? I don't, obviously, I don't know. You know, I don't know um, much about I don't, I don't know. I, uh, well, well, if I say, I mean, I, I went to see quite a lot of games before. And, and if you look um, under Dougie Friedman, the Palace, Palace team was very, very compact. It was hard to beat. And that it sort of, they had a basic basis for building something um, this year and um, also in part of last season uh, and this is not a criticism towards Ian Holloway it's just a different different way of managing it. I thought it was a little bit um, um, uh, indisciplined so it's hard to see where the exact faults were so in that respect if, if you want a, a, a manager that um, works hard and uh, and, and uh, tries to build a better club, I think the Andawi is a good, good choice. Um, he needs, obviously, you know, help them. And, and I, I'm not sure if there's a manager who can change it, but I think with his, 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 uh, his, his, um, his, uh, his personality, there, there definitely will be a reaction in the, in the club and there, would, there, would, there wouldn't be anybody who, would, who, 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 who wouldn't uh, work his 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 uh, best ability to achieve the needs and you know I think in that respect uh, it's easier for me to say that he would probably be the better choice because I I know how would he would work and I know what he yeah. would do and I, I know he would bring and he'd done it before so um, in that respect I think he would be probably an okay choice but but there's a lot of managers in the in there and uh, mm-hmm. and and you know. Uh, it's, who, it's, who would say that Tony Popovich wouldn't be a good option? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of fans said him very, very early on. Um, uh, just what we've got, what we got left for you is, um, it's just the last remaining questions we got from listeners, and then we will let, let you get on with, uh, with what you've got to do. Um, ben has been replaced by Tony, so um, I'll let Tony introduce himself, and then he's got a question for you. Oh, there, Aki. Okay. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, kid. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all. Um, we've got a question from uh, Lombardino, and he it's a two-part question. <laughs> it's okay. a two-part question. He says, um, are you, um, as you're close to Dougie Friedman, uh, are you still in touch with him? And the second part is, can you give us an insight into his departure from Palace, and do you think he'll ever make a return to SE25, or do you think he's burnt that bridge? Um, I'm very much in touch with... Uh, um Dougie Friedman because he's a good friend. Uh, we played uh, a lot of years together in Palace. He's a he's a good professional and he's a good good man. Uh, he was invited also to my wedding uh, this year, um, and um, so um, so I'm 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 he, I, I really really like him. He's a good man and and he he always appreciates and uh, Palace. So I don't know about what was was the reason for his departure. That, that I can't say. That's something you have to ask of him. But if you ask my opinion, would he like working in Palace again? I would say definitely. He he loves Palace, and he would definitely be always always in consideration working there again. 
that was that's my opinion. You have to ask him, him better. But I'm pretty sure that he he's he's very keen on the club and and, and follows it quite closely. What's happening in there? Okay. Yeah. I, I, no, yeah. He was, he's but but, but then again, I have to say that I don't understand anything what he's saying because he speaks so bad English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could definitely understand yeah. you. That's why we got along so well because his English was so bad. So I didn't. I was just nodding because he, he's just, you know one of those guys that you know. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, we had uh, two questions in. One from Paul Kensley and one from a guy calling himself Sid the Eagle. And they're both effectively referring to your blogs. Uh, I'm going to try and combine the questions. So bear with me. Um, basically. Uh, Obviously, that was one of the one of the first things when you when you became a Palace player was that people noticed that you had this uh, presence online that you were writing blogs and later on you wrote columns and things like that. Um, the questions yeah. really, are, I mean, obviously they were really enjoyable. I can remember reading them myself when they came out, and it was particularly your column in the Times because that was kind of the first time that happened. I mean, you got later on now you've got the Secret Footballer and all that that's in the Guard Guardian, but they gave a little insight into into the players mentality um did um did you get any stick in the dressing room about that or anything <laughs> of course i did but that's yeah. part of the thing isn't it you have to yeah. take it you know and that's uh, uh i mean i mean most of our players uh probably read or um looked the pictures in the sun so they didn't really need the <laughs> times <laughs> but uh the ones that um um were um more into reading so, <laughs> so so they they gave me some stick on it but that's yeah. come on that's the part of it that that's the best part of football is it the banter in the in the in the, in the locker yeah. you know dressing room so it's it's it's, it's great you know? and it's not like you i can't take it and give it back so, <laughs> so. excellent um sid sort of last part to that he said um he he said, "Well, here's it's his view that no one's really coming on to take your place." I was thinking, like, obviously, Joey Barton. Barton seems to think of himself as a as a thinker, but I'm not really sure that's accurate. But I mean, there doesn't seem to be anyone who's kind of taken the more, should we say, intellectual approach to writing about football. Do you think that's fair? <laughs> do you think that's fair? Uh, uh, it, 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 it's not fair for to say that I had a more intellectual uh, approach <laughs> to others. It, it, it's not like that. I mean, I was, okay. uh, I was, I was like a Finnish Borat in in, in the UK. So. <laughs> So, so um, um, I think Joey Biden is better in Twitter, where you have um, 180, 80, 80 marks to use. I think that suits him. I think I, I, I don't know, and, and I don't think that's that's uh, something that you know um, is a competition or something. I, I, I mean, I had a great banter because um, uh, Simon Jordan was writing for a, a magazine as well while I was there, so. Uh, uh, I, I think it was a great, great always to talk to him. Like which one was most most read, and, and uh, <laughs> uh, that, that he, yeah. he wrote for a, uh, a newspaper that was was uh, uh, yeah different. <laughs> okay, we we'll leave it to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well phrased, um, Tony. Yeah, I was just wondering um, if you could get Palace to take um, any of the HJK players. Which one would it be? So, sorry, much more. You're if you were to get, Palace. if you were to, if Palace were to take any of the um, HJK players, which one would it be? Your HJK uh, at the moment. At the moment, um, at the moment, I would take fifteen-year-old um, Eero Hyökkäinen because he he will be great. But he's he's young kid. He's the biggest talent. I think we just sold most of our better better talents, and so. At the moment, our first team is—I um, don't think there's anybody who could come and make a, 
make a big impact on Palace and that Premier League. But I think we have a we have a few kids that are that will have that in in their future. So so um, I would I would anyway as a Palace I would I would sort of invest in the future rather than trying to buy a quick fix now. Okay, great. Um, I've just and obviously I've... they should always buy me as a club director. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'm going to say we'd be, we'll be happy to have you, mate. You know, any time. Yeah, I'm, I'm free anyway. <laughs> free transfer. Um, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let Tony ask the, another question as well from Robert Lochran. Yeah, Robert says. Um, do you, well, Robert says, do you still have your boots and do you fancy a game against Hull next weekend? <laughs> hey, I always carry a boot. If I get a, in a local park, I get it in a local park. So <laughs> there's nothing better than playing football. So um, so um, uh, yeah. I, I, I won't play uh, professional games anymore. I'm, I'm obviously gone that past that stage, yeah. but I do play a game wherever I can, and, 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 and it can be a um, Palace oldies or something like that, uh, testimonials or something like that. But not not as a no. I I I I do I do better now in a different parts of the game. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tony, you all wanted right. to follow, follow that. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, I, I got to go now. So, it's, it, um, yeah, and I, I wish cool. all the Palace people um, uh, the best of best of success. And um, I, I follow closely, and I will come to Selhurst um, uh, Park this season uh, as many times as I can. And uh, follow, follow, and and and, and I, I highly appreciate all the all the support and all the all the contact that that uh, good people there in SC25 has given to me. So. I, and, and the yes. times that I had there, so uh, uh, it, it's a very big part of my life. So thank you for that. Thank you so much, Aki, and uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you over here soon. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, mate. All right. Thank you. Bye now. Cheers, mate. Bye. 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 Okay, that was the fantastic Aki Rihalati. Um I'm hoping you get uh, an enormous amount of enjoyment out of that interview, as, as we did uh, doing it. Uh, we're a bit all over the place. We've managed to replace Ben with Tony halfway through the show. I forgot to come back for the for a part of it. it yeah, it's, it's all it's all gone really well. <laughs> but um, yeah, fantastic to hear from him, and, and obviously a man who still holds Palace very very close to his heart. And um, who's to say he won't be back one day managing uh, managing the club? It's certainly within the realms of possibility. Um, so I'll uh, leave it there thank you for listening and we should be back with our regular show uh, next Sunday probably by the time you listen to this it'll be the Sunday after the Sunday approaching done that badly haven't I sorry bye it's the 90th minute all your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.